Hi, this is Netta. I am recording this episode in February of 2021. Do you remember what you were thinking last February of 2020? You probably had plans. You probably reserved your vacation dates and wherever it was you were going to stay, those plans were made. You probably knew the activities your kids were going to be involved in for the spring semester. You had those things all worked out. You had things planned because it was a certain time, right? And all of a sudden, it became uncertain times. To be honest, those two words, uncertain times, I'm sick of them. They make me want to barf, which... (laughs) When I say the word barf, that might make you want to barf because I don't even think people use that word anymore. Is it like from decades past, from the olden days? I don't know. But the words uncertain times, it almost like breeds this weird fear in us. So I want you to try to think for a second. Again, what were you thinking in February of 2020 and the plans that you made and where did those go? Now, let's look at Acts 24, and we'll come back to February of last year. Acts 24, remember, Paul had just escaped a murder plot that his brave nephew um, had spoken up wisely, and God used him to save Paul's life. And then Paul was whisked away to Caesarea, where now he is going to stand trial before Felix the governor. So all his accusers from Jerusalem that had made this oath (laughs) to kill him, I don't know, they must have been deciding to eat and drink again, because here they were, and they were at the trial. And in the trial, basically, Paul gives, Paul is given an opportunity to talk about what happened to him, and he does, but all the while, he's just salt and peppering it with talk about Jesus and the hope of the Jewish people and the hope of the world. And then um, it says in verse 22, at that point, Felix, the governor, who was quite familiar with the way, which is what they called Christians back then, adjourned the hearing and he said, wait until, and then some other people arrive and I will decide your case. So, I mean, this is a legit trial. Then he ordered an officer to keep Paul in custody, but give him some freedom and allow his friends to visit him and take care of his needs. Then a few days later, the governor comes in with his wife, Drusilla. And here you just thought she was Cinderella's stepsister, right? In uh, the Disney? (laughs) Um, Anyway, she was Jewish. Um, And they sent for Paul and they listened. Okay, so now he's he's on trial again. And Felix had said, I'm going to decide your case. So Paul comes in and what does he do? Paul talks about his faith in Christ Jesus and reasoned with them about righteousness, self-control, and a coming day of judgment. Then Felix gets kind of freaked out. It says he was frightened because he doesn't really want to hear about a coming day of judgment. Most people don't. So he's like, okay, okay, I'll send for you later, which he did. Back and forth, he'd kind of bring him up, listen to him for a while, stick him back in prison. In in verse 27, he was in there for two years. It went on this way. And finally, Felix was replaced with somebody named Festus. And he was still left in prison. So two years he was in prison, coming out and talking, going back in. But what was he talking about when he came out? He was talking about his faith in Christ Jesus. All right, there's a few things we want to just pull out quickly from this in our uncertain times. First of all, let's just talk about Paul was in prison for two years. Talk about uncertain times. 
I mean, the governor never said to him, now I'm going to leave you in prison for two years. And then when I'm replaced, he's going to leave you in prison. But then after that, da, 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 Oh, Paul had no idea. It felt like probably that his life was at someone else's mercy being tossed back and forth. In all honesty, it wasn't. This was all part of God doing what God was doing. Okay, God wasn't taken back by this. God wasn't surprised by this. God was not uncertain of what was going to happen. I'm not saying that our uncertain times are going to last for two years. (laughs) No, I am not a prophetess. What I'm saying is, let's be like Paul. When he was in prison or in uncertain times, he talked about his faith. He talked about his faith. He wasn't defending himself. He wasn't giving himself an excuse to freak out. He was talking about Jesus and his faith in Jesus. Also, did you notice in there how Felix gave the commander this this thing that said, hey, let Paul's friends come and take care of his needs. Now, prisons in ancient Rome were not like our prisons now. Okay, their basic needs may or may not be met. And so if you didn't have friends who were coming to care for you and that were allowed to bring you like basic needs, then you might not survive prison or you'll be very, very miserable beyond what any of us have experienced. So here's the governor, Felix, who is not a believer in Jesus, who is blessing Paul by allowing his friends to come. So that's something else I want to point out is sometimes God uses people who are not believers yet maybe, to help take care of us. And I'm not saying we have to run around and look in the eyeballs of all the unbelievers we know and wonder, are you going to rescue me? (laughs) That's not what I mean. But we never know how God is going to swoop in and provide what we need. Literally, there have been times uh, years ago when we moved to Philadelphia, and I've talked about her before, but we had this sweet neighbor across the street and she did not have a relationship with Jesus yet. And here I was, I was pregnant with Zoe and far away from everyone I knew. And she just befriended me. And she took the initiative on the friendship. It wasn't even me. It should have been me. But I was kind of in a, in a place, I was hurting and I was tired and a lot of things were happening inside of me. And she befriended me. She blessed me. She would invite the girls and I over for lunches. She taught my girls had a salsa, which was so fun because um, she was from Barcelona. And God used her to bless us. Well, then in turn, over the course of our friendship, she ended up coming to true faith in Jesus and giving her life to Jesus. That's that's such a cool story. Another time, literally out of the blue, this man contacted Chile and said, I have something for you and for your church and handed us more than we needed. And it was crazy. And this man did not have a relationship with Jesus yet, but we still believe for that. So God can take care of us in any way. Excuse me. It doesn't matter if we can see it or not. I feel like we always think we got to see the possibilities in order to believe. They literally could be right in front of us, but we can't see them yet. God can do anything. So, Excuse me, what I'm saying here at the end is we're always living in uncertain times. 
See, back in February of 2020, we thought we knew we were certain what was going to happen and this and this and this, and then it didn't. But it felt like it was certain because we could see that in front of us. But the book of James says, let's not say, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this tomorrow because we don't know what tomorrow holds. Let's say if God wills. And in Matthew, it says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Friends, Jesus has tomorrow under control. He has the rest of today under control. And when our brain starts just going crazy and feeling sick to our stomach and wanting to barf when we hear the words uncertain times, let that annoying phrase just be a trigger for us to talk about our faith in Jesus. Even when we're in a group of people who do not believe, all the more so. And it doesn't mean we have to go into a big speech about it, but rather just say something simple like, I know it's crazy. I trust Jesus though. I am just putting my faith in Jesus. And we can leave it at that. Hmm. And I'm pretty certain something will come of that in these uncertain times. And that is just a little piece of my heart.